Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Diglett. Yeah. Uh, be reduced, eradicated, 
we must begin to really open up and broaden the conversation about how we address domestic violence. I think that if we owe it to our future, we owe it to victims, we owe it to even perpetrators, we owe it to families, because it is apparent that much of what we have done for many years have not been as effective as we needed to be. And perhaps the fact that we're rehearsing a lot of things, we're regurgitating a lot of things that we've always done. And we have not been open to really look at other things. In other words, we've had a very myopic view about it because we've all had a one-size-fits-all attitude. And as a result, everybody is doing the same thing. And as a result of it, we keep coming up with the same things. And, and so it sounds good to us because it sounds like, wow, we're right on the money. We got it. It's really this is what the issue is. But the reality is until we step outside of our comfort zones, until we step outside of our proverbial boxes, until we step out of our um, – ideologies that we have totally embraced uh, to be truth and have not opened ourselves up to something greater, we will come up with the same conclusions many times. And when we look at it, we don't necessarily find victims any safer. We don't see the number decrease, and we definitely don't find perpetrators becoming any more accountable. I believe that we have to look more uh, uh, into what's going on. We know that the stale, uh, the, should I say, the hallmark and the benchmark of the issue of dressing domestic violence have always been the issue of power and control, and that is always at the bedrock of it. But I believe that we're challenged to go a little bit beyond just power and control. I think we have to also look at the way that individuals have been informed. I believe that our behavior, we, we act the way we act because we think the way that we think. And I believe that whatever sets the uh, premises and the parameter of one's belief system, it has a lot to do with the way that we react or act or carry out ourselves in relationship. I believe that we are what we eat, so to speak. What we have been fed, or when we talk about our life, we talk about a sum and our culture and custom, we talk about a sum total of attitudes and beliefs and things that have informed us for years. And I believe that's what we deal with when we deal with this issue of domestic violence. And for that reason, I believe that we have to step it up. I believe that we must be willing to step outside of the proverbial box and look at how is it that we address these issues that has impacted us from every angle. And that's what tonight's show is going to be about. Tonight's show is going to be talking about how do we move forward from here. So this is the show that has you in mind, and I invite you to call a friend, call a neighbor. Tell them they can reach us by calling area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us tonight, and we are looking forward to having a great show tonight. You know, this holiday season has been one that has proven to be a time where we've seen the rise of domestic violence. Domestic violence has increased in such a manner that it's almost unreal. We're seeing it happen everywhere. We're seeing it happen uh, in droves. Over the last few weeks alone, around the holiday period, we have seen domestic violence particularly occurring to women that are pregnant. Domestic violence that has impacted their lives forever and oftentimes ending with the loss of life of the unborn baby as well as the mother. And these are issues that we have to be ready to address. These are issues that we can no longer put up under the rug. These are issues that we have to be willing to talk about because these issues are serious. They're serious on every stretch of the imagination. They're serious issues, and I believe that these serious issues require serious times, require serious response, uh, requires all of those things. And so we want to look at it. We want to look at what's happening here, and we want to make sure 
that we make a difference uh, in the lives of those that we are addressing and the lives of those that have been most impacted by this. So I want to make sure that you call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, is on the airways even as we speak. And as we speak tonight, I believe that we must be really willing to make a difference in the life of individuals. I believe that we cannot be satisfied with just continuing to rehash the same old, same old. I believe that we must stand. I think that we must look forward to it. I think we must uh, uh, lend a real ear to this situation because lives are affected from everywhere. This is not just something that is done in a vacuum. People's lives are being impacted all over. There are people that are dying and literally are dying uh, because of the issue of domestic violence. While many was opening gifts up under trees, while many was celebrating the holiday, there are many that found themselves looking for shelter. There are many that found themselves on the run. And unfortunately, there was at least three deaths that was due to domestic violence that happened either on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or afterwards. So we're not talking about something that is done in a vacuum here. We're talking about something that is very, very critical. And we we deserve to give it a very critical response. I believe that when we uh, begin to be silent about this issue of domestic violence and we continue to work in the same vein that we've always worked in, I believe that we limit ourselves. And I believe that the time is now is that we must raise this banner and we must raise this conversation to another level. I believe that we must come out of the box. I believe that we must look into the fact of until we truly engage men inside of this plight against domestic violence, then perhaps people we are fooling ourselves. Perhaps we are really, really fooling ourselves. And I say that for this to this degree here. It's because of the fact that oftentimes we use words like, well, we need to hold batterers accountable. But do we actually know what that means? What does that look like? Is accountability just arresting them? Is accountability just locking them up and making them take a class? Or does accountability go beyond that? I personally believe that accountability goes beyond that. Accountability goes to not only taking ownership for your action, but in order to take ownership for your action, you need to understand where the origin of your thinking comes from. I believe that we have to look at those that have successfully uh, been reformed, if you would, as batterers. And we must have conversations with those individuals as well as their spouses and family. And we need to understand, what is it? How did they get there? How did they get to that place? I believe that's important. They didn't get to it overnight. I believe that they got there because of the fact there had to be work put in place, and there had to be a time of transition. There had to be a, a time of understanding the things that they could change and the things that they was willing to change and the things that they did eventually change. That conversation is one that we must have, and we will visit that conversation tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and right here on this Soul of America radio network. So right after this commercial message, we're going to open up our lines, and we're going to enter right into our very, very compelling uh, last show of the year as we deal with domestic violence, the transforming phases of domestic violence. And I'll be right back right after this commercial break.
via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. By Choice to Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama-free, judgment-free fellowship forum for like minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook. Through a search, you can find us. If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am MD Harlem 2, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. As we took our break there, we left off with kind of giving you a, a, a cap of what this show is going to be about tonight. Yes, this is our final show for the year 2015. It is our final show as we address this issue of domestic violence. And somewhere along the line, we will visit some excerpts of past shows, and we want to do that. But even more so, what we want to do tonight is that we want to address this issue. We want to talk about what are the new approaches that we must take and what are the things that we must be willing to do both individually and collectively going forth in addressing the issue of domestic violence. People were still dealing with too many women and victims overall being impacted by domestic violence each year. One of the things that have been a very uh, sad and tragic uh, time is the fact of the holidays. One of the things that I've witnessed personally, I'm just returning this afternoon, this evening from Cleveland, Ohio, where I spent the holidays there with my oldest son and um, uh, his wife, and I, also my daughter uh, also made that trip. And, and so I had a great time with my family there. But interesting enough, as I was there, I received a phone call. Matter of fact, two phone calls I received over the period of time. On Saturday evening, I received a phone call from a pastor friend of mine who happened to have another friend of his who was located in a different part of Florida uh, that had a situation of a young lady who had a situation of domestic violence going on. Here's a young mother, a young lady, five children. 
pregnant, due to deliver baby number six in the month of March, but finds herself right two days after Christmas, and this happened before Christmas, it started uh, escalating, in need of needing to be relocated, needing safe housing, needing safe space. At a time where many people was opening presents and peace on earth and goodwill toward all men, here was a mother and her young children trying to find a peace of mind, trying to find help. We had an opportunity to talk to her and give her proper information and resources. But one of the things that I found that have been such a problem in our today's society is that oftentimes when I've given, and many others like me have given others instructions of where to call, the hotline or the hotline to the shelters, many times they are denied. And they're denied oftentimes for reasons that doesn't seem justifiable. And so it almost takes almost coaching a victim to understand what they need to say in order to be accepted into shelters. Now is that a uh, is that a uh, you know a a uh, SWAT uh, uh, at the shelters? No, not at all. But what I am saying that unfortunately we're being put in a position that that they have to selectively decide who's coming in and who's not coming in. And yet, it's still in most situations, all of these individuals are victims. All of these individuals are dealing with uh, uh, danger and in, and, and in very much imminent danger. All of them are dealing with these situations, but yet and still they find themselves in a situation where they may be denied shelter. That is an issue that we have to be willing to address. We've got to do better. We've got to address it from a standpoint to make a difference in the lives of those impacted by domestic violence. So I say, as I said earlier, how do we make this difference? We've got to change some approaches. I believe that there takes the word accountability must be one that is expanded, and we need to understand what it means. Yes, it sounds like a, it sounds like a good uh, sounds like a good word. Sounds like a good sociological word. Sounds like a good word, uh, even uh, far as counseling wise go. But what does it look like in actuality? And those are some of the things that we have to be able to address today. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us here, area code 323-784-9638. For those of you that are listening by way of the Internet or desire to listen by the Internet, that's www.soulofamericaradio.com, and go there to live show their hope and healing, and you can be linked into us tonight. But in the meantime, if you decide to have a comment or a question, just simply call that number, area code 323-784-9638. And if, you, uh, if you're already on the line, then simply hit number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to get on the air, you want to have a question and or comment. You don't have to give your name, but that is how you get in on the airways on tonight. So that is a very important subject matter to look at as it relates to this issue of domestic violence. I wanted to go back because I know I I, 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 I personally earmarked some things as it related to domestic violence because I thought it was very critical. I thought it was very critical for us as a people. I thought it was something that very critical we need to address. Once again, in the midst of so many uh, just enjoying, you know, peace on earth and goodwill toward all men and, and open up gifts and all those things there, and all those things are great. The number of women and the number of victims that found themselves on the run during the very holiday season. Tragically, the ones that uh, were even killed during this time, and I'm going to revisit some of those here in just a little bit because I think it's very cru- uh, crucial that we do address this. I think it's crucial that not only do we address it, but I think it's crucial that we speak to it because of the fact until we deal with it, until we deal with it, it doesn't go away. 
And I think that for much too long, we've talked about it, but we've not really addressed it. It has not been really on the radar or been a priority to many individuals, even those that are well-meaning, those that you may see on the front line of other issues. The issue of domestic violence somehow or another has eluded them. They have not taken it up as a plight. But I remind us that the ruin of a nation begins in the homes of its people. The ruin of a nation begins in the homes of its people, and we see that happening and played out inside a domestic violence situation. It is never a single incident. Domestic violence is never a single incident. The ramification of domestic violence reaches far beyond the moment, reaches far beyond the individual, the one or two individuals that may be directly involved. The issue of domestic violence goes and pours into a greater place. It goes into a place where lives are affected and impacted. It invades the school grounds. It shows on. It, 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 it shows up inside of kids' education, inside of their work. And we have to be ready and willing to deal with that. And so that is why this is so crucial tonight. So I invite you tonight, Erico 323 Erico 323 It is now or never. I don't believe that we have the luxury. I don't believe that we have the luxury to just continue to act as if this is not a serious issue. I believe that we owe it to ourselves. I believe that we owe it to our neighbors. We owe it to our children and our grandchildren to stand up and speak out about this. I think we owe it to ourselves. For every man, for every well-meaning man, whether he's elected or whether he's running an office, whether he holds a title or not, I believe that every well-meaning man who really understands the fact that this is not the way that we are supposed to act or we should conduct ourselves, I think it's important now that we stand up and that we speak out. A little later I'll tell you about what's coming up in the year 2016. And as we are going to be embarking to do some work that's particularly address men being on the front line addressing this issue of domestic violence, I think it's crucial. I think it's important, and I think that we must all get into uh, the uh, uh, position to make the difference inside of this situation here. So, area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is the number in which you can reach us. That is the number and where we can be found at right here tonight on Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. Now, as we're coming, as you as callers are uh, perhaps uh, getting positioned here, area code 323-784-9638, if you have a question and or comment, simply hit the number one key on your keyboard. That allows our producer to uh, know that you want to come on the air. You don't have to give your name, but he will allow you to get on the air, and you are able to uh, uh, share your comment or your question, and it's very crucial inside of this hour here. As I said to you, here's an hour where we're seeing domestic violence that tends to increase at this time of year, domestic violence that is increasing even around the holiday period. So there are those that uh, find themselves on the run. There are those that find themselves very much uh, in a troubled position at this time when it comes to the issue of domestic violence. I believe that we all have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to stand up. We have a responsibility to speak out. We have a responsibility to one another. And so that is why uh, this line is open tonight. If you're interested, hit the number one in your keypad, and that gets you right on, and we'll get you on tonight. But I want to particularly speak to you because there's a few instances that have happened that I believe that we have to be willing to address. 
I believe that we cannot confront that which uh, we cannot change that which we're unwilling to confront. We cannot confront that which we're unwilling to identify. We cannot identify that which we're unwilling to acknowledge, and we cannot acknowledge that which we're unwilling to accept. Listen, I believe the future is based upon the fact of us understanding the the long the long term ramification and effect of children being witnesses to domestic violence, to the trauma that is um, the trauma that is received and uh, by women and other victims of domestic violence. I believe that we have to have a very serious conversation. And I believe that conversation is left for those that are willing to see something happen, something change inside of it. I have to take you there because, of fact, we are seeing the number of domestic violence cases increase almost every year. Particularly, let me speak to the state of Florida, which I am, is that it's interesting that we have seen last year, I believe it was, 203 cases of domestic violence uh, fatalities in the state of Florida. That number has increased uh, from the previous year. We are seeing the numbers of domestic violence cases go up. Where we've, uh, where up until this year we had seen the number of violent cases and violence decreasing in our area, but yet it's still the issue of domestic violence continue to increase in our area. And so that is something that we have to really take real uh, consideration to what's happening and how it's impacting us overall. And those things are very serious in this time. So as we look at this issue of domestic violence tonight, I need you to think about it. How many of you know someone, whether it be a man, a woman, perhaps you know someone who's lost a loved one to domestic violence. Perhaps you know someone, even right now, that is suffering in silence. I don't want you to think for another moment that you cannot do anything about it. You can do something about it. Not only can you be a listening ear, but I want you to stay tuned. And stay tuned, and with us, especially in 2016, as we're going to be introducing so many new things that you can be a part of. We want you to become a part of what we're doing. We want you to become a part of the solution in 2016 because we know that until we begin to reach out beyond ourselves, we're not going to see anything change. So that is what we want to definitely invite you into as we move forward. Area code 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us. Area code 323-784-9638. If you're interested in a comment or question, simply hit the number one on your keypad. Number one on your keypad. And that will let our producer know that you want to get on the airway. We invite you. We have plenty of calls that are on the board, but we need you today. We need your input. We need your uh, we need your voice tonight inside of this as we look back on uh, the different things that have happened this year as it relates to domestic violence. And um, particularly, I want to look at some things that have happened just recently here uh, in our areas um, uh, with domestic violence. Um, uh, and, and it's very crucial that we do uh, because when we look at these things that are happening here, these things are impacting families. They're impacting lives. They're impacting children. They're impacting schools. They're impacting people from every walk of life. And I, and I, I, must, I must be very clear about this. This is a very serious issue because where we are failing because of the lack of knowledge or the lack of collaboration or the lack of really uh, knowing how to coordinate resources. I believe that it's a sad time when anyone could uh, think in any way that, listen, I got this. We got this by ourselves. No, this is a very serious issue. When we look at the uh, ramification and the impact of domestic violence on families and children, you and I know that there's no way, there's no way 
that um, any one entity can handle this by themselves. This is something that requires us. It requires a collaboration. It requires us understanding each other's strength. It requires uh, those entities that have access to people to come together and begin to become part of the solution and not part of the problem. That is what we're dealing with in this day and time, and that's why your voice is needed. Eric code 323-784-9638. That is how you're reaching us here tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And if you hit number one on your keypad, we promise to get you on tonight on the airways. Now, I'm trying to get to one of our stories that I want to share with you. I did share it with our Facebook audience and that social media page, but this is very crucial. It's very crucial for a number of reasons. It's crucial because of the fact these things are happening and we continue to go on as if nothing happened. We continue to go on as if, you know, just a different day and we move on. But the reality is that it's more than just this. The reality is that families are uh, being destroyed by this type of violence. Mothers and fathers are bearing children. I want to take you to a story that was just in New York Daily News. I want you to hear this here just the other day. You may have seen this one here. It's one of several that have happened. Well, the man shoots his wife while the kids are watching. The Bronx man shoots a divorce-seeking wife while the kids were upstairs on Christmas morning. Did you hear that? On Christmas morning, he shoots his wife. So they have this uh, manhunt for what they call an angry Bronx husband who uh, uh, after he shot his divorce-seeking wife uh, on Christmas morning with their two kids in a upstairs bedroom, according to the police. The assault happened just before 10 a.m., uh, violently punctuated the episode that began the night before uh, when, in this case here, Yadira Perea Saverda told Rafael Herrera, uh, 37 years old, that she wanted to end their 12-year marriage. This discussion didn't go away, folks. It insists in the morning, and he fired on his wife in the house, first floor living room, while the couple's two kids, eight-year-old girl and two-year-old boy, heard the gunshot from their room on the second floor. The violence in this family home have definitely, definitely impacted these children. This is what we know. It left the 27-year-old homemaker with wounds from a bullet that went through her arm and grazed her neck. She was in surgery Friday at Jacob uh, Jacoby Hospital there in New York. And why is this sad? Because loved ones said what so many loved ones say. You know what they say? They say things like this. They had seen warning signs. How many of you have seen warning signs, but you didn't know what to do with them? How many have seen warning signs inside of friends, sisters, relatives, and they've been undergoing domestic violence, and you didn't know what to do? You didn't know how to approach them. You wanted to say something, but you felt like you, it wasn't your business to say, and you wrestled with all kinds of emotions, whether or not you should get involved. Well, let me just help you out here. There are many ways to get involved, many ways. One of the things is your approach. Your approach is that the fact that you don't go at them as the fact as if you're scolding them, but you go at them from the approach that you're concerned 
You're concerned about their safety. You're concerned about their lives. You're concerned about how they're doing it. You're concerned about all those things because those things are very, very important to you. And if you're concerned enough about it, then guess what? You let them know what you see. You let them know that these situations don't generally get better, they get worse. You let them know that you're here. If you, I'm here for you if you need me. Let them know about resources, other resources that may be available. Those things are very important. What we do know is that our silence, however, perpetuates the violence. Our silence does perpetuate the violence inside of these things. But what about when family members see the signs and they feel paralyzed? We've got to break through that in order to have a healthy conversation about this because no one wins inside of us remaining silent. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. Hit number one on the keypad. If you'd like to come in on this conversation tonight, we'd like to have you on tonight. This is our last show of the year, and definitely we want your participation uh, inside of this particular show because of the fact, uh, and just a little bit, I'm going to tell you some of the things that we're going to be doing, and we're going to call it a night on this show, but I want your, I want your commitment. I want your voice tonight inside of this. How many of you are listening right now? You've encountered this. You've seen it. And I'm not talking about everything does have to end in a, in a, a fatality. But what I do know is this, that people that live inside of these abusive relationships, they're not living in freedom. They're not living in freedom. They're not living a blissful life. They're living in control. They're living oftentimes in fear, intimidation. They're going through the motions. And I implore you today, you that may have experienced domestic violence or know someone that is going through this, that you've got to open your mouth. You've got to speak up and speak out. Because domestic violence doesn't take off for holidays. Domestic violence doesn't hide itself. Domestic violence is, it happens. It happens in such a tremendous way. I want to take you back a week ago, a matter of fact, just more than a week ago, where right there down the road in Orlando, Florida, where I had a situation here where the young lady actually calls 911 from the trunk of her car. 22 years old, maybe 25 years old, I believe it was. She calls 911 from the trunk of her car because she's in danger. And though they heard her call and they listened to her, less than three hours, less than two hours later, the police found her car with her dead in the car. Here's a young lady that you and I must understand was a mother. So we're not just talking about she herself. She was a mother of two very young children and finds herself in a situation where her life is taken. See, here's the deal. And for many of you today, this is a relationship that started at the workplace. They both worked for Sam's Club there in Orange County. But I want you to hold on to your, hold on to your, uh, uh, to your wig on this one here. See, this young lady had been abducted and was stuffed in her trunk. And 
he managed to call the Orange County Sheriff's Department. Young lady, 25-year-old, Jasmine Samuel was the name. It was found early, dead early that Thursday morning. Her 62-year-old, yeah, you heard me, her 62-year-old boyfriend, uh, the guy she was seeing, also worked at Sam, 62-year-old, who, by the way, had a history of violence, had even a murder charge in time past. 62-year-old. That dynamic already proposed a, a certain amount of power control. So what happened is a tipster informed the deputies on Saturday that Payne was inside of a cafe area of Sam's Club near the intersection, so he's trying to play like nothing has happened. But he was he was booked Saturday evening on these charges. And I, one of the things I want to do, I want to take you live. I want to take you back to the news report on that. So if you would, I'm going to bring that in in just a second. I'm going to go back to that so that you can hear exactly what took place in this time.
West. This is the Soul of America Radio. My name is Bernadette Stannis, and you know me as Thelma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony on the Soul of America Radio. Needing strength from the Word of God. Needing the voice of wisdom in a relationship. Needing a new direction to go in in an abusive situation. That's why we're here. This is the Soul of America Radio. And now we return you to your host, Jay Thickland. happened 
in terms of that. And so as I think they're trying to get through the commercial here of what's happened, I want to bring to you uh, the pure emotions and uh, the story here of what happened with this young lady being killed, her and her boyfriend. She was a um, 20-year-old, 23-year-old young lady. tragedy and I trust that you could hear that with the volume there and it's case happening there in um, North New Orleans and on the east side and this is really a tragedy of what has taken place here where we see a young lady and her boyfriend both was gunned down she was pregnant um, she was pregnant um, and as you heard uh, she was due to deliver next week she had a uh, sister who was also her twin sister, who just delivered uh, two weeks ago. So they both was pregnant at the same time, and the family was awaiting this new arrival. Uh, 
in uh, the tragedy here is the fact of life being taken. Of course, no one comes forth. When lives are treated as disposable and dispensable, we deal with these type of things in our society. Yet another case of domestic violence that happened, and not that this one was, but a case of domestic violence where a young lady, her boyfriend, not wanting the baby, stomped her and stomped the baby to death. So the baby, of course, was she lost the baby. Is there a safe place when it comes to domestic violence? That's really one of the questions we have to ask ourselves here. In our last few minutes together, I want to just take the time to really address some things. In 2016, one of the undertakings that um, Destiny by Choice will be doing is that we're going to be looking to conduct a number of regional summits across the state of Florida and beyond. These summits are regional summits on domestic violence, man up, stand up against domestic violence. This uh, summit and training is, is really calling men, calling men to come to the forefront and let us stand together against the issue of domestic violence. Let us hold one another in the truest sense of the word accountable. Let us break through all of the ravishes and all the maladies of, of our lives and our past that has contributed to this behavior that somehow or another has been deemed acceptable. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our children. We owe it to each other. We're going to have a series of this start in March in Palm Beach County. That's what we're working on. And we're going to do it around the state. I'm looking for well-meaning individuals who want to be part of the solution. I need men and I need women. I need women inside of the organizational role, women inside of other things that needs to be done. But we have to particularly address this situation. We need members of the church. We need people uh, to really uh, have a very intricate part in addressing this issue. So that is what is important. Air code 323-784-9638, that is how you reach us as we are approaching the final few minutes of this show. As a matter of fact, we only have about four minutes that is left. We do thank you that have joined us tonight inside of this. And so what I want to say to you as we get ready to prepare to go into 2016, on next week, Monday, next week, we will be prepared to really go forth. I believe next week is January 4th, um, first Monday in January. We're going to roll out some new things that is going to be happening. We will need your help in helping to address this. And so I want you to understand that your silence perpetuates the violence, but your voice and your input helps us to reach our goal of eradicating this issue of domestic violence. Listen, I thank you for all that you've done in the year 2015. I thank you for your support. I thank you for listening in with us. I thank you for helping to spread the word. Whatever you've done to make this a good time, I really appreciate it. And until next time, this is J.R. Thicklin, and I'm saying thank you for joining us on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And remember, we can, we can eradicate domestic violence we can begin to bring hope and healing to those impacted by it. Till next time, God bless you.
Here 